0: Hi, and welcome to Zed Games.
1: Recorded live at four triple Z studios in Brisbane.
0: And broadcast nationally across the community radio network.
2: Zed Games brings you the best in gaming news, reviews, community and culture.
3: From across Australia to around the world. Yeah, yeah, that is right. You are
1: listening to Zed Games, the only radio show that's in the game, like EA Sports. (laughs) You might be listening to us on 102.1 FM in Brisbane or around the world on your favourite podcasting platform. I'm in the studio with Millie and Caitlin. Hi. Hello. Hello. And our radio dad, Jack, who will be joining us a little later in the show. He's Uh, our favourite dad. He is our favourite dad, the radio dad for Zed Games. (laughs) Uh, on today's show, we've got a bunch of content coming for you. I'll be reviewing beautiful indie game, just uh, so relaxing. Yonder, it's amazing, it's oh. fantastic, it's ah, uh, it's great. Yonder the Cloud, Cat, Cloud, Cloud Chronicles. Um, a
0: mouthful, but I love
1: it. Yes, yes, it's it's it is a mouthful. Um, we've, we're going to be talking about Piffle piffle who, uh, that's gonna be jack talking about piffle and then we're gonna have <laughs> what's <laughs> a piffle we're gonna find out what a Piffle is. i'm
0: keen to know me too
1: now Milly, you're gonna be talking about madden which is why we played that little ea thing. yeah it's in the game it is in the game
0: um let me just Ooh. preface this with i know nothing about american football so when i was researching this today <laughs> and yesterday i was like they were using like you know this word like ran 1000 meters and touchdowns and i'm like Huh? <laughs> so I've, I've tried to break it down into easy bite-sized chunks Can't wait for that you all to of us Australians it. can understand <laughs> because all we know is rugby.
1: <laughs> Fantastic. We're going to talk about sports ball later on in the sports show. Ball. And Caitlin, you're going to have Mortician's Tale.
0: Yeah, yes.
2: you going to be doing More a little, little, discu-
1: little review? Yeah. Discussion?
2: More little indie games. I love them a lot and this is a really beautiful one, so I'm excited. I
0: really want to play it so bad, That's so sell me on it.
2: Fantastic. <laughs> but
1: first, we have the week in gaming news. Yeah. Across Australian radio and across the world online, from 4 z Studios, this is your weekly Z Games news update. In a recent Nintendo Direct, Nintendo has announced a number of games releasing later this year on the Switch. Super Mario Maker 2 brings new features in Cat Mario this June. Yoshi's Crafted World now has a free demo available on the eShop ahead of its March 29th release date. Fire Emblem Three Houses, launching on July 26th, will have players fight alongside the Black Eagles, Blue Lions or Golden Deer in the first full 3D series entry since 2007's Radiant Dawn on Nintendo Wii. And Zelda Link's Awakening, originally released on Game Boy in 1993, is being remade later this year. Featuring adorable 3D graphics and top-down gameplay, players will travel to the mysterious island of Koholint to guide Link on a perilous adventure. Sony looks to be winding down production of the PlayStation Vita in Japan soon. The Vita's product page on Sony's website has been updated to mention its, quote, scheduled completion coming soon, end quote. Sony originally announced last September at Tokyo Game Show that the console will be discontinued in 2019, with physical games for the system set to end manufacturing by March 31st. After launching in Japan in 2011 and globally the following year, the Vita has sold over 16 million systems. Sony do not currently have any plans for a handheld successor. And finally, Adelaide-based Hollow Knight developers Team Cherry have announced a sequel in Hollow Knight Silksong. This entry will follow the adventures of Hornet, who appeared in the previous game, as she adventures through coral forests, mossy grottos, gilded cities, and misted moors. The game at first was meant to be DLC for Hollow Knight, but the concept, quote, quickly became too large and too unique to stay a DLC as initially planned, end quote. Silksong is in development for PC, Mac, Linux, and Switch, with a release date yet to be confirmed. And that's all for now. For more of the best in gaming news, reviews, community and culture, check us out on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram as at ZEDGamesAU. It was an interesting week in in gaming news. We um, Mm. had the Unexpected Nintendo Direct that you you just heard about there. Mm. Come out of nowhere. Busted out. What are we excited about from it? Zelda Link's Awakening, 3D. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of 3D. It's like a top-down... Yeah.
2: I'm pretty excited about that. It's yeah. I'm a bit sad there was no Animal Crossing, but, you know, I know. it's okay. I just got to like, hang in there. We know it's coming, but, like, hang we there. need more details. Yeah, it's 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 need it's okay. We need a release date. We need a title. Ah yeah. oh, man. Zelda does look
0: very, very cute, it so though. Cute. Isn't, um, didn't they announce that Snewer's Awakening, Hellblade, was going to be coming out on Switch as well? Ooh. Yeah, yeah, they did, yeah. I'm so excited cool. for that. I've wanted to play that for ages ever since they did that tech demo, like, the facial thing. And I'm mm. just... I'm just so into, like, uh, motion capture. Yeah. Because, like... I love a good (laughs) T-pose. If anyone knows me, you know, like, I am just, like, 10 out of 10 here for Detroit. Yeah. Yep. Um, And also, I'm, like, here for, like, what they did with Far Cry 5 and Mm -hmm. Far Cry New Dawn, Mm -hmm. which I need to play. (sighs) 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 So, yeah, I'm just, I'm so excited to play um, Hellblade. Yeah, Yeah. awesome. Even though I'm going to be spooked the whole time.
1: (laughs) Well, speaking of, we were just chatting about Animal Crossing briefly there. Um, The thing I like about Animal Crossing is it's such a chill, chill Mm -hmm. game. You can kind of just, like, sit back, you're in a little countryside town, just doing whatever you want, having a good old chill-out sesh. And that actually brings me to my review of Yonder the Cloud Catcher Chronicles, which... Has a similar quality, which I really, really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's a game where you can kind of just y- y- you are dropped into this world where you know you, so you're you're on the ship at the start of the game. Your ship kind of runs ashore um, through you know big old lightning bolt. You know something goes wrong, so stuff this is goes an wrong. Ocean ship? Uh, yeah oh yeah sorry (laughs) yes yes it is it's 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 bucolic it's quite you know countryside it's not futuristic i was
0: like is this a spaceship this game yes (laughs) yes it is a a traditional sailboat (laughs) yes
1: it's a little booth um and yeah you, you you basically uh end up in this in this sort of untamed um land which you know, you've, you've never been to before and it's got some backstory to it. It's got some history. There's some stuff that's been going on in this place. Like, um, you know, the, the the place has inhabitants, the world has inhabitants mm. um, and they've kind of got little villages here and there. Um, but there's this kind of like mysterious force that's been strangling the uh, the world um, oh, goodness, for quite some time. Mm. So it's up to you to find these uh, cute little, little creatures um, that can help you dispel the um, the kind of like poisonous clouds that are causing this this community this this world to suffer mm. sounds, sounds kind like, of
0: this sounds like Croc
1: right. or or <laughs> and a bit of Spiro or, or a bit of coming, Spiro yeah, too because you're collecting these little like little like kind of sprite like things oh. which which are helping you out. Oh. Um and, and that's it's it's really, really, really um kind of reminiscent of like older um games where you, you just want to run around collecting stuff. Mm, uh, which I, I really enjoy. It's a nice um,
2: open world game. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah so I don't want to compare it too much to other titles, but um, it, it does immediately strike me as being as drawing inspiration from mm. um, from other titles. Mm. Um, like, for example, it reminded me of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. I'm um. I'm not sure if that was a direct influence. The game was perhaps in development before that, uh, but yeah. there is definitely that that mood where you can kind of like you know. Like, when you jump off, like, a cliff, for example, you have this, like, little umbrella that you can glide down Aww, on, like in, like in Breath cute. of the Wild. Um, and the world is kind of just, like, there to be your oyster, mm, right? Mm. Uh, but then you run into sort of little elements that are like Harvest Moon, where you can start yeah. up a farm and you can kind of lure animals over oh. into that farm. Mm-hmm. And that's a really, really interesting part of the game where it adds, like, a bit of, like, extra layer. It adds an extra layer to it. Yeah. Where yeah. you're not just kind of, like, exploring, doing quests, trying to, like, defeat this evil... Strange sort of MacGuffin that's like just littered
3: throughout (laughs) the world.
0: So I'm a little bit confused, Adrian. Um, So you mentioned it's like Harvest Moon and then like Breath of the Wild. What sort of art style is it in? Because I I haven't heard of this game.
3: It it is
1: kind of is it pixel
0: art or is it uh, it's it's
1: full 3D? It's it's made in it's the Unity engine. Um, so yeah, it's it's gorgeous. It's absolutely gorgeous. It, um, it kind of kind of like Wind Waker Ooh. style, it's um,
0: always blocky really pretty,
2: kind of. It's got that yeah. colourful
1: look to it. Um, I dig it. I dig it. Yeah, yeah. It's. Um,
0: so I was imagining sort of um, Stardew Valley as you were describing it. So oh, i like, yeah. think that's very pixel. No, which is cute. yeah, very cute. it's got its time and place. But I was like, this one doesn't seem like it works in pixel. Because like jump off a cliff and umbrellas. I'm like, is it like? 2.5D? <laughs> like <laughs> No, it's, it's it's full
1: 3D, which I think is one of its, um, its kind of stronger suits. Mm. Um, so you know, the game is developed by an indie developer, uh, an Australian-based studio called yeah. Prival Sloth. Ooh. And what they've actually done is they've managed to squeeze a whole lot out of the, the Unity engine that they're mm. using. Um, mm. The game actually... Runs it runs quite smoothly. Um, obviously, the game is on multiple platforms, and mm-hmm. it is actually also coming out on Xbox soon um, nice. on, on Xbox One. Um, it is already out on Switch, oh, uh, stick one, I'm and gonna get it, and PS4, um, <laughs> and PC as well. Um, so yeah, like there's 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 a lot of platforms you can play the game on, um, and it's one of those games where you can kind of just like jump in and play and just explore yeah. and do whatever you want, yeah. like craft some stuff do quests for people there are a lot of quests to do for people man like I love there a good are quest. so many quests to do for people uh, like <laughs> no matter what you're doing someone's going to like ask you to do something for them and it does get a little bit fetch questy yeah. uh, there are there are parts of the game where I th- like, you kind of just like chat to someone, right? Like, you go into mm. a village and they're just like, Hello. hey, can you get some wood for me? Thanks. See ya. are <laughs> <you're> like, no. <laughs> like, you just got to say yes. Um, Why? Something-
2: <laughs> I don't want to say yes. Leave me alone. I don't like
0: games like that, though. I you like can it just too. go run
2: around and get but
0: stuff. That just like gives me like the Nintendo logic of quests of like, um I think in Super Mario Galaxy sorry, Adrian. Um is is, is that I think there was like this option of like, do you wanna go save the princess? And the options it gave you was yes and sure. <laughs> so I'm like no. <laughs> what if I don't want to? What if I want to say no? But yeah,
1: no. it's. I mean, it's one of those things that kind of like adds to the charm of the game. Oh, yeah, I guess yeah. like because it's kind of like a you're a yes man or a you know or a yes woman or in this yeah. world where you're a good
0: person, you are a great person. <laughs>
1: you're just trying to like figure out what's going on, and I think one of the game's charms is that there is you know. This really chill layer to it mm. at first, where you know you you can just walk around, plant things, and run your farm, and do bits Aww. you know odds and ends for people, bits and bobs here and there. Yeah. Um, but then you've got this kind of like mysterious like fantasy story that's kind of larger than life and yeah. kind of just hanging out there in the background. So you gotta you gotta figure out what you're you're you doing. Do
0: some things, you know. Mm. It's like what Twilight Princess could have been. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <Yeah. not> better. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, it's um it's a really good game. Um I've I've really been enjoying it. It's it's been one of those titles where um it's 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 a detox. It's a palate cleanser to yeah. all the action um games out there and mm-hmm. all those games that kind of just like put you on edge a little bit. Yeah. Like, you know, where in a world where everyone's kind of like playing, you know, Apex Legends right now yeah. and like, you know, dropping in and shooting people. Yeah. I don't even
0: know what that is. It's so very it
1: calm. out how relevant I am right now. <laughs> Look, look it up, you know. No, no, no I'm it's, a boomer. Uh, it's, a, it's a really beautiful
2: <laughs> game. Like, I mean, I, my partner's played it as well, and I just love watching her play it because it was so pretty and cute. Yeah. Like, yeah, just a really pure game.
1: Yeah, it is.
0: You're going to play it now. Yeah. It sounds really nice It's really nice. How it much is, is it on the gorgeous? Switch
1: store? Oh, uh, I don't know how much it is exactly on the store, um, but you know, indie title should be priced appropriately. Yep. Um, I'm gonna hazard a guess that you're looking at maybe like around that thirty-ish mark. But yeah, don't nice. quote me on. It's don't quote me on that. Been
2: out for a little while as well, so yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. but uh, like I said, it is also coming out on the uh, on the Xbox One oh, um, in just a, in just a week actually. Oh wow! So,
0: Damn yeah. son that all has been reviews.
1: yeah yeah no that, that is Yonder the Cloud Catcher Chronicles like I said that is an Australian developed game so really really cool uh, idea to check that one out and support some some local games
0: support those Aussie artists
1: heck yeah I'm in the studio with Caitlin Millie and now Jack oh. today
3: it's me hi baby. did you get stuck in some traffic mate why are you so late he died L- look he was in no- an
2: alternative dimension it's fine uh, all of these are much more valid
3: reasons <laughs> than being stuck in traffic I'll run with it dude welcome to the show hello thank you Happy to be here. <laughs> I'm so glad wrapped to be here. Piffles glad to be here. Rap? Glad wrapped. Glad wrapped. At least you're you glad wrapped, you not Ziploc bagged I'm Ziploc bagged to be here. Are you riffled
0: to be here?
3: I'm p- hey, that's a good... I said it first. I know, I stole way. it. I
0: stole it. <laughs> <laughs> Fight me, Right Adrian. in
3: front of my eyes. Uh, I'm going to talk about Piffle, a little mobile game I've been playing, actually developed by Hipster Whale, who you might recognize as the mm. dev of... What's the name of that game? Crossy Road. Yeah, that oh nice. sounded familiar. I wouldn't have known it. I had a stroke while I was trying to think of the name of the game. You okay? Uh, I'm, I'm recovering, dude. I'm getting there. <laughs> uh, it is self-described as a cat puzzle ball adventure. These so are cats? Yeah, right, but I, I'm like, is it a cat? Is it a dog? It's I don't like know. they hamsters? I don't know. <laughs> they look like hybrids. Like that time they added Hamtaro to Overwatch. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, anyway, we're not. I love Super Monkey Ball. <laughs> It's so sad because when you blow up the mech that he's in, like Hamtara just drops and ragdolls, and you're just like, oh, oh (laughs) Oh, no, my darkness, my old friend. (laughs) Dude, I need to. I'll make that and post it on the page. It'll be phenomenal, (laughs) absolutely. Um, So, (laughs) people, what's that? So, Millie, you're playing it right now. I am. Adrian, do you want to turn on the Orcs device so that we can hear the game a little bit? Yeah, sure. Turn him on. Let's let's hear some Ooh! Wow, so it's very arcadey. <laughs> that was a lot one was one all of I think it's quite intense. It? <laughs> yeah, we, we didn't quite phase that, that one in. It's not There's that loud. one
0: that's stuck. <laughs> Good combo. Yeah. Oh, you
1: that's can awesome. hear all the combos being racked up right now. <laughs> I'm bing, a,
3: bing, 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 You know, it's I'm great. Having a great. Yeah. Time. Bell me, baby. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you are <laughs> <What was> that. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> can we just can we just listen to a bit more of this? Hang on, hang on, hang on. Those what is
1: going? It's cats.
0: Yeah.
1: It's chaotic. Okay,
0: just wait, just wait, just wait, just wait.
1: Oh, are you stretching a cat? Yes. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, very I'm pe- weird. I'm pegging That's cats at blocks. strange.
0: This is n- not very nice, but I love it.
1: <laughs> Jesus.
3: Um, so
0: Tell us about this game. <laughs> I'm trying
3: to think of the, the best way to describe it. What's that old like arcade puzzle game where you bounce a ball and you've got all the bricks at the top? Bubble, bubble. No, not, it's nothing like oh, bubble, bubble. Breakout. breakout. It's exactly ah. like Breakout. Yeah, so it is, you, you're playing on like a, a mobile device, so like an iPhone or an Android phone. So you've got the vertical play field and you are throwing a... Fat load of cats at these blocks. <laughs> a metric so ton of cats. Can we hear you throw a cat?
0: I am throwing cats. You're throwing a cat right listen, now. Listen to them bouncing on the walls right now. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
3: <laughs> 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 like that's it like congratulations I won they oh, bounced yeah. on the wall so-
0: <laughs> and now they're exploding oh my god
3: <laughs> yeah so you're trying to de- like basically get enough hits on each block to delete the block before it falls down to the ground and, and it's game over at that ah, point right Right. Mm. right. So, but each block has different shapes so you'll have angled blocks you'll have a just Ooh, a regular square block now. There'll be ice blocks that make you kind of spin off in a different direction, and then sometimes blocks will move. Oh, no.
0: Ooh. So
3: you've got all of these different mechanics that get introduced gradually, which I like, because it's like, ooh, new stuff. I like that. I like that. Good fun. Good variety. Then you get reminded that it's a puzzle game on mobile. It's a free download. <laughs> but the power-ups you have, you kind of need to lean on them very, very... Like, you need to lean on them a lot pretty early on. Right. So I'm... 20 stages in at this point um, i think there's something to the tune of like 100 stages in the game um, mm. it's really difficult to get through some of these stages without throwing a bomb or putting on like bounce vision which is kind of like that thing in peggle where you get like the peggle ability to see it bounce off and the trajectory yeah. Yeah, yeah so you need all of these kind of abilities to be able to trick shot and and get all the blocks you need the problem is the stage is kind of step up in difficulty a little bit too oh, quickly. No. Uh, okay. And you're like, oh, it's a mobile game. Going to start having to pay for it. Okay, well, let, yeah, let's check, b- let's check back in with Millie, who's still playing <laughs> Piffle right now. How's, how's it going? How's it going?
0: I'm having a great time. They Is introduced a new block. Uh, it's called a Pig Yata. And now...
3: <laughs> Whoa, what? What? <laughs> what? So as you have blocks wow. coming down, you'll also have other... Oh, there's also a bomb block. So a block yeah, I got, the, I got the bomb block. There are nice. other abilities. You can pick up more Piffles. I guess that's how you you can, like, have more to throw. So, Millie, in the bottom right corner, you should see how many piffles you're throwing.
0: I have 22 piffles. So you're I'm throwing just this
3: line floor. of piffles at blocks being like, <laughs> yeah, and they just bounce around?
0: <laughs> it's so fun. I hope
3: everyone listening at home right now is getting like, a great what's picture of what's going on in this
1: game. I mean, I can't see the screen that Millie's playing on right now, but it's trust me, great. you've got as much of a picture as I do listening it's, to what you're listening look, to right now.
3: Look, it's Breakout, meow, meow, but
2: meow, with... Meow, <laughs> meow, sorry. Okay, I'm,
3: I'm voluming that down. Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah, all right. Basically, it is Breakout with power ups and different blocks, except you instead of throwing one ball like you do in breakout, you throw thirty balls and they're cats. And it's that so- <laughs> is piffle. Okay? It's so cute. Like it's really, really fun to begin with and you feel kind of OP as well. But at a certain point, the reliance on a lot of the power up seems a little bit steep, Mm. and you're like, oh, it's a mobile game. You kind of get nudged closer and closer towards more microtransactions, or Mm -hmm. you put the game down, wait for like gift timers to kind of reset, and then you get back into the game. So maybe it might ask you to kind of wait a little bit between games, or if you want to drop a few bucks on it, that's fine too. It is developed by uh, Crossy Road developer Hipster Whale, which is Australian-based as well. Mm. Um, Very good to see. Partly in, like, Melbourne, partly in Brisbane. I know that um, one of their marketing and comms people were actually based in Brisbane. Um, I mean, but whales are pretty big. Maybe they're, you know, it's just a big old whale across both cities.
0: Don't insult them.
3: The hip- <laughs> the- well, I was going to say the hipsters are trying to get the whales. Mobile games. I don't understand. <laughs> but okay. You know whales. The whales that drop, like, hundreds of dollars on... Oh, we're talking about the economical term. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. The, the, hipsters, the hipsters in Melbourne are trying to get whales. For those unaware... Many free-to-play games have what's known as whales,
1: which are like the one percent of the player base the that point, spend the 1%. most money, mm, like yeah, thousands and
3: thousands of dollars. Yeah. And the they boomers. keep the game going.
2: <laughs> They're the boomers. All <laughs> well, the people playing like FGO and
3: stuff.
0: Yeah,
2: <laughs> <Got 'em.
3: laughs> it's trendy gambling. Yes, sure. <laughs> Jack just death stares me as he says that. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> 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 but honestly, like it, it is good fun. It is really, really cute as well. Like the visual style. Obviously, we can't really speak to uh, on radio, but. Adrian and I so are looking at cute, it. Man. Millie's playing it like idiot. You heard the audio so style, you know, me me the me audio styles. Is...
2: <laughs> <laughs> see? <laughs> that <laughs> sums
3: it up. It sounds unmistakably like a mobile game. So and, cute, Jack, it though, sounds I like can't. you're not the only one who thinks
1: it's a good time because the game actually appears to have a, just over 11,000, um,
3: ba- like four and a bit star reviews on the Android store. Yeah, the Google yeah. Play store. It's a has k Yeah, it's a 48 uh, star rating on iOS as well. Um, so look, it is good fun. Don't expect you know a super deep. It's it's a mobile game. Expect a mobile game. That's basically it. That's it's the disclaimer. It's so
0: fun though. I'm having a great time.
2: But like, <laughs> have
3: you been throwing bombs and using power-ups, or nope. are you just getting through? I'm just getting. I'm through. just crap at the game. <laughs>
2: And that's okay, Sounds that's like fine. you keep that's on. I'm you fine. Keep Thank doing Thank you. I'm things, glad that we...
3: So, you know. so, same time next week?
2: Yeah, yeah same yeah, time next week. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm we're, at Games. We're going to mock you. <laughs> I'm
3: really glad that you guys are here for me in this really tough and trying time. Yeah,
2: we understand. It's okay.
3: <laughs> uh, that is Pipplet is available now on iOS and Android. Get uh, it, it's cute. By Australian dev, Hipster Whale. Get on it, it's good fun. Always good to see some Australian-developed games. Mm. I need
0: to put this down now.
3: now. Yeah, I'm taking it off. Millie, I am going to ask you to so put that down.
1: Because, Millie, I have one thing to say to you.
3: <laughs> oh my god, that reverb was too I'm much. I'm so dude. sorry
0: for bringing this to you. Tell me why, why it's in the game. Why you get me playing that? Because now I have to do a single. <laughs> now you have
3: to. Well, you were doing it anyway. <laughs> yeah, but now, but now I'm doing thinking of
0: cats. Okay, okay. let's okay, Let's transition hi, from... Here. Oh,
3: Piffle. From... I thought you meant like Madden. I was like, I didn't make you play Madden.
1: You're listening to Zed Games. <laughs> the show where we, where we transition from... Kicking cats at walls. Yeah. Throwing. Throwing, sorry.
0: Throwing little to, tiny puffballs at walls. Yeah, to, cat uh, balls. They're not actual to, cats. To football. To um, Madden. Sports balls. Yes. Sports balls. Sports balls, are not you ready? cat balls. Get in the game. Are you ready? Okay. Ball. Are you in so, the game? Are you in the is game? Is it in the game? Are you in the game? Yes. So, <laughs> let me preface this with the fact that I know absolutely nothing about American football. Girl, same. All <laughs> I know. So yeah, All I know is that they were way too much padding <laughs> and they just sort of go, hoo and a sports ball and, a, you want to play some football? Um, Sounds about right. So, from what I know about Madden is that it's a franchise of sports ball games <laughs> that Americans really love and you just, you know, you play sport on your PlayStation for some reason. With balls. With balls. Oh. So, but there's a thing surrounding the series of Madden and it's a curse. The Madden curse or the Madden cover jinx involves the video game of Madden that the player on the cover will be cursed with injury or poor performance. Oh no! Oh, <laughs> from 1999 to now. Wow, mm-hmm. long there have been curse. a lot of
1: Madden games. Yeah,
0: 1999. <laughs> so I think I think before then it was like the 80s when the first Madden game came out. Oh my god! So let me. I cropped this down quite a bit because in my research a lot of it was like they threw like 10 free balls and i, don't, I was like i don't understand what, what does it mean means. Yeah. so <laughs> i'm really dumbed this down so i'm sorry if anyone in america is listening to this just just tweet me and say you're At crap. let us <laughs> yeah. know if
1: you are listening to us from america Please. that'd be fantastic Please.
0: <laughs> um so i've just covered some of the more you know in-depth injuries okay so garrison hurst in 1999 was on the cover and uh on the first play of a divisional game, he suffered a horrible ankle break oh. after the game was released. Oh! First time around?
2: So someone sprained
1: my ankle twice, I do not want to experience what an ankle break <laughs> yeah. would be like. So You've
3: already stubbed your toe once today, hey? Oh, my oh. toe is currently stubbed as we speak. That's, <laughs> enough. That's enough action for me.
0: I know, right? <laughs> it's Italian. enough
3: action for me. Adrian Averin told you can quote me on that one. It's Guys, in the this game. is really long.
0: <laughs> do it. So, let me preface this with the fact that how to get on the the Madden cover is that, you know, you have to be one of those really good quarterbacks like, you know, Chad. Mm. And you've got to sign
1: a contract saying I, you will injure yourself. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah.
0: So in 2002, <laughs> we've jumped forward a little bit, uh, Dante Culpepper, his performance slumped until he injured his back and ended the season on the 11th game. Oh. Uh, in 2003, Marshall Falk. After a se- uh, season following his cover appearance, Falk suffered an ankle injury that forced him to miss five games.
1: Unfortunate. Uh, 2004,
0: it keeps going. Michael Vick, after five five days after the game released, he injured he was injured during game, fractured his right fibula. That's his calf. Jesus. He uh, fractioned it or he fractured it.
1: Fractured. Oh, okay, <laughs> I was fractioned. Say, yeah. fractioned, yeah. Fractured into, into little pieces. Into <laughs> little
0: pieces. Yeah, he, he cooked it up. Uh Vick <laughs> was also arrested after a terrible season for his uh, dog fighting. <laughs> Yeah, so not a good Wait, dude. On the f- not, not on the field. Yeah, yeah, not on the field. He just okay. had a dog fighting ring. Not a good dude. Good lord. Uh, well. uh, 2006, Donovan McNabb, during a season of 2005 2016, when he was featured on the cover, he suffered a sports hernia, and uh, which was aggravated.
3: I <laughs> okay, yeah, what at?
0: Like a hernia, but a ball? Like
1: what?
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah right? I got <laughs> me. I think it's about there. Oh, um, d- due to like, sports. Um, about there is in like
1: <laughs> lo- like lower torso. Yeah, about
0: yeah. like in here. Well, a hernia is usually around here. in the tum tum. So, he's been tackled your and recruits. whatever tackling is in American football and it's come out.
3: Oh, okay. um
0: it was <sighs> aggravated by another tackle, uh, yeah. resulting in him having to have uh, game uh, season ending surgery. Jesus.
3: Oh. <laughs> yeah, the dramatic effect, yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: 2007, Sean Alexander, after a few months of being named on the cover, he suffered a broken foot. His next season was plagued with injury, a sprained knee and ankle, and a fractured wrist. He then quit the team. Okay. Uh, 2008, Vince Young and Louis Costello, there's two of them on the cover, Young scoffed at the curse and made an announcement on TV that he was on the cover. He then injured his quadricep next week. Oh no! And uh, missed his first game due to injury. Oh he then re-injured himself on the return.
1: I don't believe it. Oh my I don't God. believe Costello it. Costello
0: also suffered a knee injury and played only ten games that season.
1: Okay. Uh two
0: thousand and twelve. We jumped a little bit because uh, some of them did break the curse, and that's not interesting. So I won't cover
1: it. <laughs> fair, enough. fair <laughs> um, enough.
0: Suffering only. Yeah, only suffering. That's what
1: we're here to bring. <laughs>
0: yeah, in two thousand and twelve, Peyton Hills. He suffered a horrible bout of strep throat and an injured hamstring. <laughs> and uh, (laughs) missed all of his games. Oh, my goodness. And 2017, it's not gone yet, Rob Gronkowski. Okay. Some of these have complicated names. Uh, He missed all the first games in 2016 because of his hamstring.
1: Gronkowski was (laughs) Gronkowski.
0: Exactly. He he then had a con concussion after receiving a hit from another player. Uh, he came back for one game but left the game early because of a herniated disc.
1: Oh my god. Jesus. And,
0: and uh, not a Madden disc, you know, his disc. Yeah, the Madden disc just flew at him. <laughs> Dude, get ran. that good
3: scratch protection. I don't want that disc going on, on me. Absolutely. <laughs> 100%. Uh, in
0: 2019, the current game and the current cover star is Antonio Brown. The curse could possibly strike him as he's missed a few games with a calf injury already.
1: Oh my goodness. <laughs> Yeah, so what I'm wondering is, I know, I know, Millie, you're in the business of bringing spoopy things to I the am. show. Can we perhaps <laughs> extrapolate that there is potentially a more grounded reason for this?
0: Yeah, a football hurts. <laughs> so, yeah, that's Or reason. perhaps,
1: you know, inflated egos coming from the cover. Oh, big And time. then, you know, they just get on the field. They're like, yeah, I'm the, I'm the boss. So well, it's, the it's thing is what i And then next minute, you know, <laughs> my
0: ankle. Yeah, what I wanted to discuss in regards to this is that Um, The Curse is sort of like this urban legend um, because obviously the Madden games are very popular and these football stars are very popular. Mm. So obviously they've been like, ooh, it's a coincidence and that sort of stuff. But in reality, with the research I did, a lot of these injuries are just from... Over cocky players
1: and the common injuries, even amongst players that aren't on the cover, right? Very much so. It's just because mm. they're on the cover the, that is brought to your attention. I think more. the creepy
0: thing about the uh, Madden Curse is that it sort of happened within like a month or so of them being on the cover. Mm. Yeah, true. So either that's either that's yeah. their big inflated NFL egos, uh. or like legitimately, it's like the sort of Madden Curse, and I I kind of love it. <laughs> I kind of so love intriguing. it because like every single one of them except like i think Tom Brady and like one of those the higher up. I was going to say Tom Brady better watch out if he's ever. He been was on that. the cover, but he broke he's the curse. Right, good. So some of them have broken the curse, so then that gives it no leeway as being like a running curse. Mm.
3: The yeah. incredible
1: thing is I don't know if you mentioned this earlier. I'm mm. sorry if I missed it. But right. when you go into the main Madden NFL game Wikipedia page, there's a segment. Yeah, I'm looking at it. Yeah, number number three is <laughs> the Madden curse. Oh yeah. It's just hanging out there.
0: Yeah, it's like a legitimate thing. Like players don't want to be on the cover. <laughs> and well, like that dude who was like, I won't get injured. And then he broke his ankle <laughs> so that's that's what i kind of loved about researching it is that like they're also sort of like mm, and i don't I just, really I... want to be the now so now it's like this in-depth sports superstition like how uh stage performers have to you know not say the scottish play not say the yeah. scottish play and Fair. like you know break a leg instead of good luck and mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff mm-hmm. it's like now this like awesome nfl superstition thing and like Sports ball is boring enough as it is, so like this adds this <laughs> another layer. Let's spice player.
1: it up, yeah. The most interesting thing to me is that in so in December twenty ten, is so good. EA announces do it, do it, do it, plans. <laughs> right, they, they they plan to develop a movie based on the curse.
3: Oh my god, it's a comedy film. They were planning on making a comedy film, uh, How not did I miss like, that? like Final Destination. Yeah, right. Not like not like Final Destination. Yeah. Uh, however, t- <laughs> EA no. Zach, wh- no. Uh, they said what? not based on fate oh my God. based horror movies go that's, weird. that's, a, that's a weird word I so we can, can you data. read mate? <laughs> yeah, no, I yeah. no. they were like comedy instead of like a fate based horror but then EA oh, exact- but, but Final Destination movies became comedy because they were so bad they
0: like not even horror movies they're like thriller movies
3: that's like saying the, the room it's is a comedy It's like the yeah. room is absolutely a comedy the room is a comedy not? We'll da- oh hi Dougie we'll, oh, hi, Mark. We'll, down- we'll download it later we'll just play oh hi Mark as like a oh, program hi, idea but yes that's point
1: being they say in 2010 they're going to develop a movie based on the curse and then suddenly in 2014 they're like no we're not sorry they
3: it's cursed.
0: Four yeah. years later, they they're like, we, ain't, we ain't touching that. It's legitimately cursed. Like, yeah, I, I just kind of love it. Like, it's not it's not the spookiest <laughs> thing I've brought to the show, but, like, I was watching one of those, you know, top 10 spookiest myths in video games. One of those <laughs> this videos. Is how you fill your spare time. And, yeah. And that just came up. I was like, I've never heard of this. So I figured I'd bring it to everyone's attention of, like, this Madden curse of, like, the most boring game in the history of the world Fantastic. of playing football on it. your PlayStation. Well, you
1: know, it. all the Madden games are out now. But all the platforms <laughs> well, you play them not, on, and so is the your, curse. Not just on your PlayStation.
3: Maybe MS DOS. You know, get cursed on MS DOS. <laughs> <maybe, laughs> you know, you know Genesis. 80s. Get Genesis, cursed on the Genesis. Uh, Super Nintendo. Uh, Saturn. John Madden. Don't forget John the Sega Madden. Saturn. Go to Saturn. Get cursed. Sega Saturn. It's so Go not gonna the... get
0: cursed if you play it right. It's only gonna be. Yeah, no, it's only the football players
2: yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you do it's play,
3: fine. play it, if you play it, you're cursed. Because why would you play Madden when you could play literally <laughs> any other game? Like, <laughs> the, the thing is, like, when it comes to being cursed,
1: all I know is in the game it is indeed in
3: the game and what is also in the game is, is zed games it's with jack adrian caitlin and millie sorry
0: we've had a lot of coffee
3: we've had a lot of we had a lot of coffee we did we have but so much coffee we did we have we, we, we have you we could, could you, have you ever had a stroke? dream that you could you, we, <laughs> adrian we're gonna move on now uh <laughs> Caitlin. Okay, okay. <laughs> yes.
0: Hello. <laughs> oh, my God. Good night, everyone. I'm going.
3: Like, when you've had enough coffee, but not quite enough. Caitlin, yeah. you've been playing A Mortician's Tale. Yes. What is it? Just
2: to completely turn the theme of the show For whoever's around. listening
3: to this, they're just like, that was a wild yeah, ride, you know? Yeah, that was you crazy. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, Let's do I it. I do
2: want to preface this just with a content warning and a trigger warning, because being A Mortician's Tale, it does have mentions of death. So, I will be talking about death. I'll be talking about Um, the funeral industry, and there are mentions of suicide as well. So I just want to be really upfront with that. Just so you're aware. Yep. Um, So Mortician's Tale is a game that was developed by a little Canadian indie game company called um, Laundry Bear Games. And it was released just over a year ago in October 2017 um, for PC. It was on Steam originally. It's since been released for iOS as well. Um, it is a short, quite a short narrative-driven point-and-click game. Um, it is a really cute, endearing game, funnily enough. It's a lot of pastel sort of colours, um, really nice design. It's kind of just a little... I don't even know how to put it, but it's, it's very cute. It th- looks quite minimal. Matter. It's quite minimal, hmm. yeah. So you play as um, Charlie who is a mortician. Uh, She has just started working for a small family-run funeral home um, called Rose and Daughters. Mm. And you sort of follow her um, and what she's doing. Um, You follow her story with the funeral home as it gets bought out by a much bigger, much less personal company. Who cares more about the money than the families of the deceased right and what charlie does in the end Um, so as charlie you prepare the bodies for their or for their family's specifications Mm. um so that includes for open caskets you've got to do the embalming process right um for cremation you've got to remove their valuables and once the cremation's done, you've got to grind their bones up. It sounds a lot gorier than it is. Um, Sounds fun, actually. (laughs) It is all sort of like a quite a, like a gentle, friendly sort of cartoon style. There's purple hues running through the whole game, so everything's kind of this nice purple colour. It's very interesting because as Charlie, you attend each of the funerals of each of the bodies that you prepare Um, and you get to sort of, like, listen in on the conversations that their family members and their friends and everybody that's attending the funeral have.
3: So it's quite emotionally involved, I imagine. Yeah, Yeah,
2: it's it's interesting seeing it from, like, a different side of things because obviously everyone has had people that have had family members or friends pass away, um, and you're looking at it from a completely different perspective. You're looking at it from the perspective of somebody who deals with this every day. It's Mm. their job. They see dead bodies, like you know, nine to five.
3: So are you seeing Charlie kind of respond to this in a bit of a, like an, I don't want to say numb way. Cause that makes mm. it sound like they're insensitive, but it, it would be quite like, they would be quite desensitized to it.
2: I feel like Charlie, she's kind of, she's sort of like you can project your own feelings onto her. So
3: it's kind of an insert character. Definitely. Okay.
2: So Charlie never really responds directly to things. Right. You play as her mm. And you sort of see through the choices that other people make, you know, you only have sort of one thing that you can do. It is a linear game. So right. you're not really able to make decisions that impact the outcome, right. I guess. Um, but as far as
3: the gameplay is concerned, like yeah. when, you're, when you're going to a funeral, you're speaking with a lot of the family members, mm-hmm. but um, being a mortician, like you mentioned about embalming and, and removing valuables, like... yeah. Is there, like, a fail state where you do so poorly that people call you out on that stuff or anything like that? No, so there's
2: not... You can't really mess up. So up the top of the screen, it always has what you have to do next. So it does kind of hold your hand through the whole game. And I know one criticism that I saw a bit when I was sort of researching it after I played it was that people felt like it was a tutorial. But I actually sort of looked at it as more of an educational tool. Okay. So while it is kind of like a story game... It's very educational. So one of the things you can do as Charlie is you can actually read all of the emails that she gets. So she gets emails from a um, monthly or weekly funeral newsletter, and it teaches you about like funerals in different cultures, um, how to deal with different issues and things like that. Um, You get emails from like her colleagues and how they're reacting to the company being bought out and from her friends as well that are just sort of giving her life updates. Right. Um, yeah so it is interesting in the way that it looks at the funeral home business Um, when they get bought out by the bigger company it becomes a lot more impersonal like they're very much like you need to upsell these funeral packages you need to make the money it doesn't matter what these people want and that will be quite exhausting Yeah, yeah but it is a very short game so it's not emotionally draining. It's just sort of educational.
3: So I guess to some of the frustrations around like it being an easy game, as long as you don't go in looking for a challenge, I imagine that 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 should kind of ease those concerns, right?
2: Yeah. I mean, I always go into indie games thinking about what the people who made it have put into it Mm. and what they intended it to be. And I know that this game, they consulted a lot with an actual mortician who does TED Talks and all sorts of interesting things. And it she is referenced as a death positive person. Right. Not in a like, oh You yay, should die. Yeah. 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 She tries to encourage people to think differently about death. And like, I to think To not fear death. Yeah, to not yeah. fear it, um, and to understand it a bit more in the process. And I think that's what this game <clears> is setting out to do is to help people understand that yes, there's a dark side of the funeral industry, but there are people who really, really care and really, really want it to be the best thing that you can go through or that your family can go through
1: fascinating yeah, so what's yeah. uh, so Martician's Tale is available on
2: on iOS for iPhone mm. uh, it's available on Steam um, and yeah it is Wonderful. a lovely little game and I would highly recommend it thank you
3: so much Caitlin for that review it's Okay. Um, thank you. the game is available now on iOS Android uh, not Android iOS and Steam so for Windows and, and Mac as well um, that actually brings us to the end of the show thank you so much for hanging out thank you all for hanging out thanks, thanks Jack you. we had a great, great time pounds. um We will see you next week. We're probably going to be chatting about Apex Legends and Mm -hmm. a little bit more so you can learn about what Apex Legends is next week, Millie. Yeah,
0: please tell me. Get hyped. I'm very confused.
3: It's like a not-crap Fortnite.
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah.
3: (laughs) Now you're hyped. I'm hyped Uh, now. I'm hyped. Until next time, we love and appreciate you. See you later. Bye. Bye.